I'd like to welcome everybody to the Audibles After the Whistle, our Redskins after show, season 83, episode 4. Here to help me sort through it all, my good friend Kevin Ricca. How are you, sir? Fantastic. Thanks for having me. The ever, we say we call him the ever glistening T Stracken because. Why? Because it's, this is a sweaty basement, although it's not as sweaty now as it was earlier. When I it can't was very sweat. sweaty. How am I glistening? I don't know. That, that's just, maybe that's just the magic of the basement. Aura. He's glowing. <laughs> you are. That is What's a, up? That What's is up? a I magic, miss everybody, man. I, I missed yeah, we last, missed last week. week. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, with, with Smoot in the basement. I know. It was awesome. In person, I couldn't, I, you know, the chair broke down and couldn't make it. Sorry, but I'm, I'm back. You're stepping all over. Welcome home, T-Bird. Peach Weddy's uh, intro. I was, just, I was just saying, sorry. Shout I out to you Demos. Demos. <laughs> Demos, the mouth of the South. This is, this is a show that we're, I think, enjoying watching right now. I think that it's, it's, it was a terrible show to watch initially, possibly even considered, I think across the Redskins fan base, many people considered, A, that they had seen the show before, and B, not going to be able to sit through 16 weeks of that. Um, I'm encouraged. Obviously, we we don't, we don't we're not a big X's and O's show on after the whistle, but things are happening a little bit better in certain facets of the game. I mean, let's not even talk about run defense. I mean, what else? There's nothing else to say. It's we're we're the worst. It's not there. We're the worst. It just goes back to again us talking all off season about the draft and all this stuff about D tackle, D tackle, D tackle, or, or somebody on the line. And and now four four weeks in, we're going. Um, that that's what we need. <laughs> that that's our biggest weakness right there. And and we had talked about it a long time ago, and it was just never addressed. We were told it was addressed, for the record. What? Wait, time out. Time out. Time out. We we were told it was addressed. We were told it was addressed. We had, we didn't show too much in the preseason. Uh, that's right. Ricky G and Francois said, "Man, he's actually not playing terrible." I think he's good. He's not playing terrible, but he's not just going to come out and start. But like, you don't, you don't Joe get Green and you, fools. As you talk about it, you said they didn't run outside tackles. They didn't run, you know, traps and pulls and and, and counters. What they Hugh did? Jackson ran directly in between the guards. Uh, I, I believe one hundred percent of the time. I believe his job is to find the weakness in the defense, and he found it. Wolverine. It was right up the middle. Wolverine's name. Jackson. <laughs> I know I gave a couple conferences a shout out in the last segment, but yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But I mean, what did he? Who did he run up the middle? You guys heard Isaiah me. Crowell. Yeah, constantly. They they should. Oh, what'd you call him? The greased rhino. The greased yeah. rhino. Yeah, he came at you horns up. No one could touch him. They're There's the number no... one rushing offense in the league. He's a big is. bad dude for a good reason. I'm not making excuses. We're paid to tackle him. We didn't do a good job. We did a horrible, horrible job. But uh, when everyone sees Cleveland and then sees that rushing total, they just equate that to mean something. Isaiah Crowell's a bad man running behind a pretty yeah. nice other line. In, in terms of going with your, analog- your analogy of a show, Ken, the, the first half of the show w- had you going, I don't like this. The second quarter like was terrible. I don't like where this is going. I do not like where this is going. 
because it was the Browns with a quarterback that we hardly even knew was going to play. You know, just just a former college quarterback that was catching balls on our seventy million dollar man again. I mean, you know, it was only a couple, and he it, like. Had a great Some game. People, Josh Roman had a people, great game. He didn't have a great game. He had a great game. Great game. Well, no, 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 Josh Roman did. I was yes, talking about oh, yeah. Terrell Pryor, though. I mean, he was he was he getting got some his. catches. He got a few right, catches. Right, right. But that first half was just like had you on your seat, going, uh, "What is going on here? Where are you going with this?" Yeah. But then you know, the win's the win. I still am. Other than you guys, I'm still more on the. I don't know, guys. I mean, I'm glad we're. If you, you can't know, two stop the two. run. Yeah, but I'm not I, really on the board with the whole momentum thing. They got yet. Austin Reader playing center. They lost Mac. Put in Reader. They ran directly up the middle at us. <laughs> That's the problem. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. So is it scheme? I mean, because these are the guys. These are the guys we have. So you got to figure out a way to make them work. That How, is true. I just and I haven't w- given up on the ability for them to gel. Look, you guys have played. You guys have watched. You know, you know when you're looking at a team that has some confidence and some some swagger. There is no swagger in this team right now. Oh, I disagree entirely. I don't see swagger. Josh Norman has Josh brought Norman. more Josh swagger. Josh Norman has swagger. Yes, Josh he is. Norman oh, has well, right. swagger. I'm talking about in terms of Stuart a team. Stuart Cravens has a swagger. A team that you're comfortable week in, week out, week in, week out to go in there and, and, and play one hell of a football game. In the NFL? I'm just not there yet. Two in a row is swag. This you, is a big you week. You can walk on that. This coming up, this next episode is a big week. It has to be a win. I mean, it has to be a win. for our seat, for our To make Thanksgiving matter which is a big deal. Matt, we're going to need a tote board uh, on your fundraising efforts for Absolutely. the cause at some point later in this show. Report back to you. Thank you for all the work you do to help Thanksgiving matter. Appreciate it. Listen, we have to we have to win on the road in Baltimore uh, against a quality organization. To me, listen, I, I want to beat Baltimore for a lot of different kinds of reasons. They are one of the best organizations in the National Football League. And matching up with them and, and winning has so much more to do, for me anyways, than what's just happening on the field. Starts at the top, too. Starts at the top. Steve well, Bashadi. Steve a great owner. You should be so lucky to have He's him own your, your team. Uh, Ozzy Newsom, a, yep. a great front office leader. They've done it right. There's just no denying that their organization has run well. So I like the chance to, to play that kind of team. Now, we already played a team like that this season in the Pittsburgh Steelers and got our butts whooped. Um, I don't see the same thing happening uh, in Baltimore. I just don't. No. Antonio Brown's not playing no, no, they're Baltimore. Not, they're not, they're not, they're not Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, good, good. They're not the Pittsburgh Steelers. Whew. No. There were some great positives, though. There the was. Game. There's some great positives. Uh, There's some uh, funny uh, stuff that happened. First and foremost, Josh Norman. Speaking of him, I mean, the man has earned he's the, main the money he's been paid. He's the main character for this season. Uh, in each game, he has had a pivotal play that he's, has had a huge difference in the game. Whether we won or lost, he has done his job. I'm so proud that we're all on the same page on this because yeah. it jumps out off the screen at me. And then you still listen and hear and read, and you're like, did they broadcast a different Redskins game to your house about this guy specifically? I mean. He's worth everything you pay. He's, so far. It's the reason why quarterbacks Absolutely. are worth that much because of, 
because he is he's he's very good. He's very good. Uh, he he pushes the ball to other areas of the field, and and where we have weaknesses, that's where the ball's going to go. Um, and so we're going to have to shore some things up. And let's just address it real quick. I think he is singled out. The whole bow and arrow thing. Bull oh, yeah. crap. Oh, I, I couldn't Other wait. people this, have done it. This is what I could Other people have about. done it. They it haven't gotten flagged. Without a doubt. He's got a target on his back. I have. And, 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 and if anything, the NFL looks stupid for have, doing it. Just work with me here. I have a major bone to pick with them saying uh, he shot a bow and arrow. That was the announcement by the referee. Yeah. Said Crazy. On national television. Shot a bow and Craziest thing he I've, shot, I've heard hold since on, Ron Cherry said hold on giving him the business. Why don't we get an explanation for the Antonio Brown post-celebration dance? <laughs> if we're going to get bow and arrow thrown right in our face, oh, for yes. couldn't they have given us a little something? impregnating the entire stadium. <laughs> Hango McCringleberry. Uh, I mean, that's just... that's that's Antonio right. Brown from Pittsburgh just... Mm. You're right. That was like from Necessary Roughness when they Just, were like, look, at the end of the day, it's a game. He didn't, he didn't do it to anybody. He didn't, he, didn't, he, he didn't have any uh, it was know, to all of ma- us. All malintent. It was his. But the fact that the, the referee said it to him before the game that was caught on tape, none of this bow and arrow stuff, they said that to him. Oh, they I warned him. I didn't know that. Oh, they yeah. warned him. But th- there's yes. other players that do it. That, that they did. So they specifically warned him about the bow and arrow yeah, prior to the video. game? Well, then that was straight Hango McCringleberry all day long. That was uh, Antonio Brown the other night uh, uh, when he got into the end zone and he gyrated again and got a, a penalty for it. He just can't help it. He, he knows he's going to get flagged. He can't stop. He, can't he stop. gyrated in the end zone again this week. Again, they paid the price. What did Popeye say? I am who I am. I am who I am. The yeah. guy uh, just gyrates. Great segue to Jordan Reed. He is who he is. That kid, he finally... Had that game, not to mention he's on my fantasy team. Finally had that game. You know who loves so talking about fantasy football? Kevin Ricca. No, he doesn't. Kevin Actually. and Kevin has Jordan Reed on his team, also in the league we play in. I have oh, it in a separate league. I do. He's he so got excited. off. He finally got off. Had a great game. Flu game. Flu game. Did you hear about this? He was sick. Oh yeah. He was. He he had something going on. I, don't, I didn't know. You know that. All the other uh, players in the locker room were yelling flu game around him because, because they you all You always try was, harder when you don't feel well. He was you pretty, end up having one of your better games. Yep, I, said, ten, I mean, 10 targets. The guy's got to be the guy you look at all, all over the field. Not For just the first zone. freaking time yes, all season, constantly. we utilized him in the red zone across the middle of the field where yeah. he made his bones, where they both made their connection last year. Sorry, it's not rocket science. Nope. And sorry, it's not easy either. Kirk had to absolutely put that ball on the money on that crossing route. That thing was thrown on a C. It was sick. But just put him as the first option, then let's move forward. Correct? Absolutely. We're overthinking everything for the first couple weeks. So part of my problem with the way this... So when I think of uh, the, the, the action so far in the first four games of the show, the script, and I think of things that... What in the hell were they thinking when they wrote this? When, when you see Jordan Reed, why don't you throw one of those fades? When you, when you, when you throw three fades to Josh Jackson, three, three times, you just get in this formation, you just throw up, throw up a fade. Why, would, why wouldn't you just put Jordan Reed out there once? 
And I understand, like, how you know how the defense might change up or anything like that. I don't care. If you're going to throw the ball in the air to the back corner of the end zone, let him be the guy going for it. I'm with you. I'll quote the guy at the bar two weeks ago. He said, man, Jay Gruden's faded, yo. Yeah. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Two great, all, two great guys get long. it. But yeah, Jordan Reed, man. I know. Jordan Reed. Every time you saw one of those fades, that's what you thought. Last year we saw it. He just worked the middle, and either he had – everyone went to him, and we made a play, or we went to him most of the time. I thought it was the in-game equivalent of Vinny Serrato drafting Malcolm Kelly, Devin Thomas, and Fred Davis all in the same round. I thought it was the same kind of an in-game equivalent of something that really, really made me upset. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got a question for you guys. All right. Best new character this week. Best new character this week. Now, I was there. I was at the game, so you guys might have seen something I didn't see. We were uh, just talking about When you were watching it on TV. I saw a lot you didn't see. Yeah, you I saw, saw a lot I didn't see. <laughs> you saw a lot I didn't see. Because when I watch it, after coming back home, which is what I have to do to obviously take it all in, mm-hmm. it's crazy when you don't know what happened to Kerrigan and he's still on the sidelines. I didn't know if he was like done. Like, I, you know, you have no idea. That's horrifying. So part of the show to me, it's real. Yeah. Until a day or two later when I want to get uh, I don't want to see what the real thing is. I liked what I saw. Matt, you can't see, you can't be thinking about Matt Jones. Matt Jones is a no. new character. Okay, just making sure. My favorite new character is Ari Kwanja. Ooh. Didn't have a great game. Didn't like, you know, from the math. I thought he played damn good. But he played well. And I actually thought the line, given the shake up and all that, played better this week. Yeah. I like this line. I think this line may Big, not be perfect. Strong. It may not be perfect, but I think it's I think it's the future. I think it's better and, and potentially much better than what the first two games were. They're going to get Sullivan into that center spot. Quick, fast, and in a hurry is my guess. Quanjo did a fine job stepping in this week. And what I loved issues, about him, he was all he over the place, though. He He's was athletic. picking up everyone. He was, he was coming in. He was, he was chasing down plays yeah. and trying to lay blocks. He was hustling all over the field. He's always the first guy in to bump the guy out of the way, talking trash to the running back as he picks him up. I love stuff like that. Yeah. You know, as a rookie, that's your job. You know it. It's like carrying the bags. Don't make the vet have to go clean up, you know, the, the, the small work. You know, let him worry about the big stuff. Yeah. And Quanjo was doing that stuff. He was, it's like he gets it. He wants it. And he's a, he's a, he's a monster, man. Yeah, he's a big boy. I mean, shoulders are out there. You uh, should be. That's. I remember why Bill McGregor successful in the run game. Bill, one of one of Bill McGregor's. Uh, I guess this was like two or two years before he he left Dematha. He had a alumni dinner pre season dinner. Um, sort of was tied into his birthday, but anyway, a lot of people in this huge room. He brought three kids to come talk. One of them was this Ari Quanjo. and he says, "I brought three kids to talk. Uh, guys, come stand up." I at the time was not. Looking up, I was looking down at something. The whole room gasped because when he stood up, his chest was the biggest thing that you'd ever seen on a human being. And he was a senior in high school. Yeah. I mean, he's a freak in terms of just his size. He's got he's got the ability. He's got the he's got the tools. We'll see how he, it works out. But I liked the way the whole line, the way it was laid out this week, played. All right. Well, as the question I'm answering for you. Uh, it might not just be for us. It might be for them. But what I enjoyed seeing was Ari getting his first start. I love that Gonzaga's Cam Johnson comes in 
I don't know if you got this at the stadium. I didn't. But uh, picked up off Arizona's practice squad last week. I think he might have played like a total of four plays, five plays. Two of those plays were sacks. A local guy from D.C. went to Gonzaga, comes in after a week. They, they play. Cam Johnson sacked when, 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 uh, when our back, going to the right, falling out of bounds, uh, pumps again, pumps again. You're like, Kirk, let, let go of it. And he gets crushed from behind on the third down. Cam. That was Cam Johnson. He got up, family in the stands, grew up here, Gonzaga guy. And I, and I think on the first play of our first defensive possession, Kendall Fuller was on the field in nickel. So That's we're, another we're one. Talking about, we're talking That's about good counsels. Kendall Fuller getting technically his first start. Yeah. Even though he wasn't listed as a starter. You're talking about Cam Johnson coming off a practice squad last week, joining up with the, and getting two sacks in the game, including getting Kirk on the triple as he pump fake. And then, obviously, Ari Kwanjo playing guard, and, and, and we got a 100-yard rusher this week. So I think, uh, I think the local boys from That's the That's how WCSA, we go super local right there. Yeah. I think these guys are getting it done, man. And I think it's going to continue for a long time. That's true. Three WCAC guys in that game. Wow. Uh, at least That's three. Awesome. Who knows if there was no, another one or two out there. Yeah, you're right. We better check because yeah, odds, odds are there is. We'll double fact check <laughs> that. Kirk Cousins go? Hey, I think Kirk Cousins went to my back to my He was a Mustang. He screams Mustang. Overall, though, I came out of this game feeling a little less... Uh, excited for the future. No, I shouldn't say that. A little less way. excited for the future. Not excited for the future. A, a little more. Tre- I'm still trepidatious. I'm not quite like we're on a momentum swing. We're on a. That's going to be decided this week, I think. I think that will be decided this week. It's a tough place for, to decide stuff. I'm always trepidatious about Baltimore. I mean, trepidatious is a great word to describe what we think. What I think, we I think all Baltimore are. fans are too, though. Trepid- uh, you know, trepidatious. they're not. Yeah, about this game. I think they are. They're, they're, who knows what teams are going to show or what's going to happen on Sunday? Yeah. I'm worried about Steve Smith. That's what always. Makes it a great show. I'm worried about the fact that they just cut their veteran running back so they could go with two young guys. I think Kenneth Dixon is going to be a really good player. I'm really not happy to see him get any meaningful action in his first start against us or his first game against us. Um, and, you know. Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback. No pun intended. <sighs> so we Can we just go into Baltimore and get a W? You got your work cut out we? for you. You got your work cut out for you. Can we? We do. Is, is it a high-scoring game, Peachwetty? Yes, it's a high-scoring game, really? Peachwetty. Really? Sorry, I'm not Peachwetty. 28-24? Washington. I think you got to get 30 to win this game. Why do you think that? Because well, neither defense is great. Well, because I well because I think we're gonna or I think both getting offenses. in the twenties. I think they're gonna be able to score. I think both teams are gonna be able to score. The one thing that they they I don't think you might be right actually. They actually aren't a running team. Although, is it gonna be sloppy? Is Matthew gonna be here? The Hurricane? No. Well, uh, maybe a little. Maybe there might. It will have come. The last through. thing we need is remnants. A little, little remnant. Yeah, it'll be wet. Sloppy Could Matthew. Be sloppy. They're they, they I I think they they're. Offense is mostly based around Flacco's arm, um, but there's no team in the history of the NFL that enters this week's game against this Washington Redskins defense and doesn't throw 30% of the playbook out and replace it with running plays. Guess what? I think we should run a few up the middle. <laughs> yeah. How many different plays can we, can we call to do that? 
Can we run it twice up the middle in one play? I mean, four down territory covers a large swath of land uh, when we're on the field on defense. So, um, like you said, we got our work cut out for us. I hope that Hold people on. get up there and tailgate Like early. you said, was fourth and co- covers a large which? Swath. Four, fourth down territory, or, or four down territory, is, is, a, is a large piece of land, large piece of real estate on the football field for our defense. Because opposing coaches, you know, they almost are never going to want to punt. They shouldn't. When they, when they do, when the punt team comes on the field for the other team, I'm thinking, like, man, that guy's making a huge mistake. Doesn't he, doesn't he know? He, he, he should be going. He should totally be going for it. It's like when the Advil finally kicks in. Yeah. Zero headache. It's gone. You're like, this guy's punny. Okay, as soon well, as it I'll hits it, the I'll foot, as soon as it goes into the air, it's ours. I think it, at, at FedEx um, this past week, there was a couple times when Cleveland punted where all the Redskins fans saw the punter come on the field and we all just like looked down. Like No one made eye contact. We're like, okay, if no one says anything, maybe they actually will punt this. Quick, everybody, poker face. Poker face, everybody. I mean, it was, it was, that's an awesome feeling to, to see them punt it away. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe something clicks. To me, it, gets back, it does have to get back to scheme. I understand where we have a talent deficit. Doesn't matter. We got we got some guys who could do some things. It's up to the coach to figure out a way to make them do it. A talent deficit and a scheme deficit are, yeah. is a bad formula. Yep, that's right. So that's why I love Smoot's idea. I mean, we we didn't really use it. Um, Will Will Blackman at uh, free safety and Sewer Cravens at strong safety. I did see Will Blackman playing in cover one a couple times. Uh, I think when, when we faced the Wildcat, I think he stayed deep and everyone else played up. See, now you're talking coverages, and yeah. I thought you were talking about Smoot's idea about us all becoming professional bowlers with him, so sorry. Uh, no sorry. entourage. No entourage? The, the pro, no, the pro, his, he's the pro bowler okay. where he's entourage, right? Right, um, exactly. Yeah, I'm terrible at bowling, but... I mean, I do. First of all, think about how great that would be. We're not going to go any... To be part of an entourage? For, for a professional bowler. It would be amazing. I just want to be in an entourage, so I'm with whatever sport you guys Nobody are I've, that I've ever seen has had a guy in a wheelchair in their entourage. That would be pretty bold. I'd love to be the first. Groundbreaking. That is You're, groundbreaking. You would be trailblazer. I don't know. Does, does slow motion work with a guy in a wheelchair? Like the slow motion entourage, like walk-in? Now accept the it's award. Worked, it's worked fine for me for many, many years. <laughs> He's in the Hall of Fame. He was the first guy in a wheelchair. In a By the way, why are you guys taking shots at me when I'm not in the basement last whoa, week? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it easy. easy. That applies that, to smooth. Did that man. happen? Did that happen? Were you, were you, you weren't. You guys said, ah, he he's wasn't. not here. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, ahead. Well, you know. listening. If you had been here, you could have defended yourself. How all soft right. of a podcast all, do you want to be when one guy doesn't that, show and doesn't take any hits? And, and Fred Smoot and I have never met face to face yet. We've talked, yeah, numerous times. So now you have beef. Yeah, he's a nerd just like you guys. Don't you think the that if everyone else thinks it's cool nerd. and you're the only one who doesn't like it, that you shouldn't be like nerd? Strikens rule. Strikens rule. <laughs> Do you hate that? I can't wait until I, I actually it. meet you, Fred. <laughs> All right, we had a couple beefs that night. Actually, Fred looks like he could still play. Settle. By the way, don't hit out the most. Like Fred that. looks like he could still play. He still works out. I could probably. I need to be careful. That's our cornerback, man. Yeah, That's no, our cornerback. Careful. Yeah, he, he's looking. He's looking back. like he's in shape. What we'll fun! Welcome we'll back. We'll if Fred back. talks to you about Game of Thrones, you'll be a fan within three seconds. I just. I'm not a fan of Game of Thrones because I'm not. 
No, 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 Just in a French mood conversation. End it. Just end it. End it. This was the audible. I don't want to hear what T.S. to say now about not being a fan of Game of Thrones. You can't comment on it. You've never watched it. You bitter I wasn't it. here, and I'm bitter that you guys took shots at me. This could be like I an after-school special. Myself. All of a sudden, you're going to watch an episode. You'll come back and be like, I'm sorry, you guys. Shot. I'm sorry, you guys. I was acting crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for understanding. You guys are right. Let's all agree. Let's all agree We're on looking what? forward to the next episode. Well, we are looking very much forward to. Indeed. In, in Baltimore, anyone else going besides me? Going up to Baltimore on, on Sunday? Nope. All right, I guess I'll have to... Uh, Carry the audible flag up into MNT. Is it still MNT? It's still MNT, right? Yes. MNT Bank Stadium. I don't know. There's a lot of purple. It's a lot of purple. It's going to be a fun day. Great stadium. Too purple for me, man. It's a great stadium. Who's the uh, player of the game this week in Redskins win? Ooh. Jordan Reed. That's, I would love. To, I would love that too. I'm going to say Josh Norman. Deshaun Jackson. That's that's the kind of he's the kind of guy who's going to have to blow it up, I think, for us. Yeah, all over the place. Or Jordan Reed, for that matter. I'm thinking defense. Jordan Reed, certain. Yeah. That's certain. That was taken when it was my like choice. a Trent Murphy type or a uh, Trent Murphy's playing. I mean, what's playing. he got? One sack in each game, at least. He's, he's, he's contributing. Yeah, he's got four sacks in four games. And also, you know what? Else? He's playing very disciplined. Uh, he he was in position. Uh, f- you know, he was he he had. I hate talking coverage because I'm talking over my head right away. But I, I noticed right away that he was staying home when they were playing the Wildcat against us uh, a couple times, and I think he was ultimately responsible for us bottling it up. I'm not going to give you a name, but I think a defensive play is going to make a critical, critical uh, uh, effect on okay. this game. Ari Quandro? I think Ari plays great. I think Ari plays like he did last week. And I think their running game continues to get a little bit better. Who do you got? A little bit more reliable. That's where my trepidation comes from. There's just there's no reliability yet. There's no reliability yet in this team. But maybe we get it this week. You're not going to give me a name? And you haven't said the name of the defender you were supposed to say. I said I'm say. not going to give a name. You're I not? Think, but. Uh, okay. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, what I'm going to say Trent Murphy strip set. How about that? Mm. Okay. See, that's, that's a great call. What do you got? Over there, Jordan Reed. You're Jordan Reed. So Jordan Reed. All right. We'll come back. We'll, we'll uh, revisit this uh, next week. It will be either two and three. We'll check on the reliability. We'll check on the reliability. His trepidatiousness. Fine. Whatever you want. I mean, he was trepidatious during this show. Let's give make sure we get that I'm right. I'm usually the positive one out of us. Well, no. Not the positive? Not more. Oh, than come on. Not more. Than I meant in life general. In life general. <laughs> You're very positive. You're guy. The <laughs> a shining light in this ba- in this basement. Beacon. In the basement, yeah. in the sweatiest basement of life. A Hail to the Redskins, Hon. Hon. For Kevin Ricca, Tim Strachan, Matt the Real Deal Seal, I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Audible. <laughs>